Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you are not a patron and looking for information on sex, relationships, and gender, please visit scarletteen.org. Nothing said on this show is a replacement for official medical advice. Trust me. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy, episode 19, the show where we answer all of life's kinky questions. I am your host, Jasmine Starshine. And with me, reprising her guest host role, is none other than Miss Mimi Belnacht. Thanks for having me back. Thanks for coming back. How are you? Oh, you know, quarantine sucks. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I swear, quarantine is bad for me, but it makes the cat more and more affectionate every single day. It's uh, now she's trying to escape the house. So that's that's good. That's that's not fun. <laughs> oh, should you go catch her? No, no. <laughs> I mean, in, in oh. general, every time I open the door, she's kind of like Ken has out now. Oh my god! Every time, every time I wake up and open the bedroom door, our cat tries to rush the entrance, and it's like, no, 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 absolutely not. Damn cat! Thankfully, I'm no. Thankfully, the cat uh, I used to live with, I no longer live with because that cat would eat all my diapers, and I'm just like, you need to not. <laughs> of all the things you could be, you choose to be a fucking diaper bandit. <laughs> fucking stop. Fuck's sake. <laughs> so yeah. I'm glad to hear you're doing... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was... No, go ahead. <laughs> well, I was just saying, it's really good to have you back. <clears throat> I'm glad to hear you're doing well. And I'm sure everyone is excited to hear you because your episode is one of the most downloaded ones, fun fact. Well, I mean, I guess people liked hearing about ridiculous things. I. It's true. <laughs> ridiculous things. <laughs> I'm know. pretty sure people saw the title uh, Mommy Dom A professional mommy dom And they're like ooh I want that It's clickbait You know There's something to be said for writing Really clickbaity titles They work really well And the right? analytics show that <laughs> So So Miss Mimi is joining us We got some listener questions All lined up uh, before we get into those, though, we have Patreon shoutouts. Uh, if you don't know already, our Patreon is awesome, and you should join it because you get free custom homemade nudes from yours truly. And on certain tiers, you even get like custom porn from me. So $15 gets you a custom video commission. Uh, and an extended shout-out on the show to one sentence. $10 gets you um, like a short video, like a GIF or something, and that gets uh, sent around to everyone. It's not custom commission, but it's still a thing. And that also gets you an extended shout-out. $5 gets you all my picture nudes, and then a username shout-out, and $1 just gets you the shout-out. And I really appreciate all of you. So, and the $15 sinner tier... Uh, Princess Sarah says, if life gives you lemons, add vodka and have a party. <laughs> Words to live by. And then, uh, Daddy Gray says, Princess Jazzy is a precious, kind, and loving baby girl. I love you too. 
Aww. I think he heard me. I think he heard me from downstairs. And then Phil258 coming in hot with the $5 and a new patron, Twinkie Fluff, with $1, otherwise known as Raystar. Thank you for joining the squad. Uh, <coughs> then the Ruka fundraiser is still going on, still at $765 at oddswithgod.com is where you can find the link. Please donate. Miss Mimi, let's get into the questions. Let's do it. Do let's you want to start? <clears throat> Uh, I was going to have you read them, if that's okay. Sure. Question one is from Rebecca. She, her. Dear Jazzy, do you have any recommendations for someone who would want to start their own podcast? Thinking of topics and things I'd want to do is kind of tough. Well, Rebecca, um, in terms of starting a podcast, in terms of like topics and content... That is something that a lot of creators run into. It's just like, once you talk about everything, what else is there to talk about without doubling up on things? And that's also why um, I structured Dear Jazzy to have this uh, like structure to where it's it can go indefinitely as long as people keep sending questions and the show will grow. Then there will be more listeners and more listeners send in more questions and you can just keep going. And that's, what's really cool about an advice show. But if you're going to be talking about like a specific topic, um, you know, eventually you could run out of content unless you like very intentionally plan out what you want to do and how you want to do it. Um, there are some, podcasts a lot of podcasts that cover like specific fandoms and news within those fandoms like the force cast for star wars is one i listened to for a very long time and there's always something new with star wars so they always have something to talk about so i would say like choose like your overall topic whether it be like kink or video games or a fandom and then from there work out a plan to have like a near endless pool of content that you can draw from and create episodes with. And in terms of like the technical side of it, uh, get an XLR mic, treat yourself. Uh, I always talk through a Sennheiser E609 going into a Tascam US 1200 sound card. You do not need a fancy setup like that. You can be just fine with a blue snowball or a blue Yeti or a USB mic. But if you want to be fancy, you can get like a Scarlet Solo sound card with like a cheap XLR mic instead of a USB mic. And that can be like a little like flex upgrade or cheat yourself upgrade. But good audio quality goes a long way in terms of listener retention. And then for the production, you can honestly do it in Audacity. I use Logic Pro X because I'm a dork and that's what my degree is in. It's an audio production. You don't need expensive software. You can just do it all in Audacity for free. No big deal. And then uh, put it up on... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Audacity is a fantastic program. It does an insane amount of stuff that you can get for free. It's a completely free program. It's And it's, I believe, just always free. There's no like paid mm -hmm. upgrades or anything. And for something that's open source, you really can't do much better. 
you really can't. It's open source. It's nonprofit. It comes with a bunch of built-in like EQ and effects, and it does exactly what it needs to. It's it it just records, and that's all it needs to do. And it does it really well. And it can export as wave or MP3 or whatever you need it to. So yeah. And that oh, I was going to say for hosting. Um, Hosting, you for podcasts in ye olden days, you used to have to have a web server and then create an XML sheet. That's not a thing anymore. Now there are a bunch of different services um, that can host and distribute your podcast. I use Podbean, and they've been nothing but amazing to me. And they have like a free plan and then like a pro plan, and it's all very, very reasonable for any budget. Give them a shot i can guarantee you will not be disappointed this is not sponsored i'm actually plugging them because i really do love their service hashtag not sponsored but that is my answer to the first question anything you want to add i'd say that when you're picking topics too <clears throat> as far as having like a large array of topics you can talk about Keep in mind like how long you want your episodes to be. And when you're picking topics, make sure you can pick topics that you can go into a fair amount of depth. Because if you go into a fair amount of depth on like one or two topics per episode, you're going to have more material across the length of multiple episodes. You don't want to have like a fairly long episode, talk about five things, and then half your content is gone. So, right. you know, spacing things out and making sure you have uh, in-depth conversations and, and really get, like, talking about kind of the nitty-gritties of the bits and pieces that you're working with really will help um, expand your ability to keep content rolling. Absolutely. Organizing the show into, like, segments is also really good. And I can't believe I forgot, but... Having a theme song goes a long way. <laughs> if you can, get a theme song going for your show. Because whenever I listen to a new show and I hear a theme song going, I'm like, okay, I know I'm in for a good show because the production quality is high enough to have a theme song. So that's always a good sign. And then I think the most important thing above anything else is set a schedule and stick to it. Like Dear Jazzy always goes up on Monday or Tuesday, depending on what my interview schedule looks like and the production schedule looks like for the show. And what that does is not only will that help you in the podcast algorithm, when people are looking for new shows to listen to and they see your show with your kick-ass thumbnail, hopefully, and they see a backlog of episodes that are uploaded on a on like a weekly or bi-weekly or monthly basis, like like rock solid to the schedule, that will really inspire confidence and really help people like get into your show. Because a lot of people don't want to like get into the show and then like, oh, the last episode was in 2017. Wonderful. So yeah. That's what I'd say. And I, th I think now I can say I've sufficiently answered. Uh, anything else come to mind? I think that pretty much covers it. Rad. Let's do the next question. 
Question two. Dear Jazzy, have you ever come to regret your choices to pursue the more open lifestyle that you have now? If so, did you find a way to overcome and work past those feelings? Or is it something that you made a choice to have to bear with? This is from Tonky. Well, Tonky, pronouns he, him. Uh, I largely keep my real life and my real identity as far separated from my online identity as I can. Um, and there are very few instances in my life where I have crossed the streams and it's never ended up well. So in certain respects, I am very closed about the lifestyle, like closed in real life about the lifestyle. But on the internet, I am very open about it because on the internet, I don't use my real name or any of my real data at all. I'm just Jasmine Starshine on the internet. And I guess there was a little bit of hesitation at first. Um, when I made all my new accounts, because I've been in the furry fandom since 2009, but I started um, in 2015. I made uh, the at Lil Jazzy Baby Twitter and everything. And I thought, okay, if I'm going to have baby for content, I want to keep it separate because I'm nervous about like people will find my fursuit account and then they'll find the baby for content and I want to keep it separate. And then after a while, I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. This is, like, I don't like hiding parts of myself. I don't like hiding parts of my identity across multiple accounts. So I'm just going to be like, boom, this is all of me. Take it or leave it. And I, since I've done that, um, I've met so many cool people and done so many cool things. And I really don't regret it. So that's what I would say. All right. Yes. I can attest to so, say that the more you really kind of embrace um, all of the different kind of parts of you, instead of trying to separate them, um, it does make things a lot easier. Obviously, you want to keep your... Um, it's, it's absolutely okay to keep your online self versus your non... your offline self separate. You have, you know, two life spheres, if you will, if you will. But as far as jumping into the kink community goes, the more at home you are with this yourself, the better everything's going to be, right? Right. Absolutely. So I would say we've <clears throat> sufficiently answered that. Should we do the next one? Yeah. So this is from cool. Miss Lemon, pronouns she, her. Dear Jazzy, if this was a world where kids didn't exist, it's fine, don't worry. And every space was a kink-safe kink space. Where would you most want to show off your kinks? Eiffel Tower? Top of Mount Rushmore? Central Park? Where? So I'm going to throw uh, a bunch of effects on this in post <clears throat> if this was a world where kids didn't exist <laughs> that's going to be that's going to be so crunchy on the recording i'm but, so excited um, 
So I'm going to try to pronounce how Lemon typed her name. How do you... Okay, so it's the E with a carrot over it, an O with the slash over it, and then an N with the N... Like the tilde over it. <laughs> so, limone. I so thought we're just like the go end with that. the funny slash over it was like a nye. Like an N-Y. Limon, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I just committed 17 microaggressions. So we're going to also, move on. Also, is that like a hat on the like the, the, the little like exponent sign yeah, on they... top of the E? Yeah, that's like an E in <laughs> the French. exponent sign. Ah... Le Monye. There we go. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Dear Jazzy is a professional broadcast. <laughs> so in a world where kids didn't exist and everything was a safe space for kink, uh, where would I most want to show off my kid? Well, as an exhibitionist, I'm assuming in this hypothetical that like everyone is openly kinky and kink culture is like the standard mainstream culture so i'm just going to go into this hypothetical with that assumption uh being an exhibitionist i would say eiffel tower would be really cool um i honestly would just i wouldn't mind just going about my everyday life i think that's the the biggest thing for me is like yeah there's a couple of like big things oh wait no scratch all that scratch all that Disney, 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 <laughs> bar none. You know, I was thinking about like some kind of like nice question. I was like, nah, fuck it. I'm going to Disney, going to Disney padded onesie. It's going to be great. I mean, I can see it. It'd be so good. Okay. But in this scenario, would there be, you know, the Disney strollers, the big blue ones? Oh yeah. Would there, would there be adult sized Disney strollers? Is this a thing? I say I mean, Yes. If it's a kink safe space everywhere, I mean, I I would I wouldn't hesitate to say there probably would be. Okay, but but check this. A okay, so it's my daddy, you, and Nif, and then Miss Lemon, and then you each have strollers, and then from left to right, it's me, Ruka, uh, Chloe. Sophie, Kimmy, and Ashy. And just like Ruka. And Ru I said Ruka. Did you? I heard. I did. I think I'm yeah, going to. She's deaf. right next to me. No, it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, just like all of us all lined up. The cast of The Usual Bet, and then the cast of Dear Jazzy, minus Z, <laughs> just <laughs> all lined up. I feel I like mean, that'd if be great. Z wants to be in there too, they're more than welcome to get in there. I'm just saying. If Z wants to get in there in puppy space and just hang out and be the family dog, that'd be great. I mean, that way Ruru has someone to play with. That way Ruru has someone to There you go. That's galaxy I'm, brain I'm shit. I'm just right saying. There. <laughs> you are full of like And of course, up, like we would wisdom. have to think ahead and bring like a nice big cooler with all the kinds of snacks and the sandwiches and the foods and all the good stuff. And of course, if I don't bring Alfredo sauce and noodles and stuff, Sophie would probably try and knife me. So <laughs> <laughs> she, shout out to the usual. <laughs> she loves, she loves that Alfredo sauce. And she gave me the nicest, the nicest shout out in her server a few days ago. 
She was like all excited talking about this Alfredo and garlic bread and stuff that she got from this Italian restaurant. And in her words, second only to Miss Mimi's Alfredo. Oh, oh my God. Wholesome. It's good. Uh, Now I'm hungry. Now I'm hungry for fettuccine Alfredo. I mean, you're not exactly far. I just got to wait for the border to open. Whoa, you went total. You went full Skrillex right there, and I am not editing that. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's try that again. I mean, the border's not far. You're only like what a handful of hours away from me. You're not far. A, a chock full of hours. I'm gonna buy a duck. Which... That's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna uh, buy. They're called. I don't know if you call them ducks in the states, but. There are also, it's an amphibious car. I'm going to buy one. And then I'm just going to just straight up, just drive to the lake. Across Lake Erie. And then just just keep driving across the lake. Screw the ferry. I don't need that shit. I'm just going to drive across the lake. (laughs) Screw the ferry. Screw the Coast Guard. Screw the Navy. You're just going to truck it across Lake Erie right to Cleveland. If they've got enough time to put, like, friggin navy and coast guard in the middle of lake erie of all places then we're gonna have words i mean they probably do but like i'll stop at the checkpoints i'm not gonna like try and sneak into the country or anything i'm just saying i don't have to wait in line i just drive straight through (laughs) right which is funny because a lot of people think like oh you can just go right over the water no no. You better believe the United States patrols that borderline, and it is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, they because patrol it's just that like, lake better than they do some of the other places, let's just say that. They do, and it's like, first of all, borders are stupid, and they're based on like imperialism and capitalism, but this isn't... We don't have time to get into all that on a kink show. But I'm just saying, like, if I wanted to just charge across the lake on a jet ski... I would run into Coasties, and that is El Stupido. I mean, you could just come to Canada. I could just come to Canada. You know, my birthday is coming up, and I asked my actual parents, um, because they're helping me out with uh, a name change thing, and they're they're just like, what do you want for your birthday? And it's just like, can you help me (laughs) update my passport? And they're like, done. (laughs) I was like, best birthday ever. I tried that one year and my parents were like, we hear you, but we did this instead because we think it's more reasonable. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, you what? what? <laughs> well, like they okay. paid for my, um, some of my licensing stuff from my driver's license. And they're like, we ah. think this is more reasonable for the short term. You can get your passport later. It's like, I, I guess maybe. <laughs> Sure. I guess, but also, I have people to see. But it was more down to the fact that they're like, what do you want for your birthday? And I'm like, I would really like you to help me get my passport. Okay, we hear you. We're going to do this And instead. also, <laughs> reversal. <laughs> Instructions unclear. Oh, 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 oh. I just had an amazing idea. We're going back to the original question at hand, um, which is showing off kinks in a perfect world i would love to go to a water park 
like Kalahari, which is where, which is like an hour away. No, it's less than that. It's like 30 minutes away from me. And it's, it's where good. Colossal Con is held every year. Mm-hmm. I want to take Speckles to a water park. <laughs> I want to take my boy Speckles to a water park and just float around and hang out on my boy. That's what I want to do. There's a water park up near where uh, I used to live. If I can get some of my friends up here to go to that water park, it's insane. Um, yes. They opened up a second wing. Like they have a lazy river that runs like the entire length of the park. Uh, yes. They have this one section that's just obstacle courses. Like they're floating platforms that you have to like monkey bar across, but like try and stand on these platforms that are like floating around in the. It's crazy. And it has the largest outdoor wave pool in the country. Might be North America. I think it's the country. Sold. So Sold. I'm there. Floating down the lazy river with speckles. I mean... Yes. I don't think they or were just... out in there, but I don't know. Maybe. 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 For speckles reference, needs to actually... Calypso. Calypso? Calypso awesome you know speckles i've had him for over a year he has yet to actually be in a pool even though he's a pool toy it's a little sad he's still it is sad he has yet to feel poseidon's kiss of chlorine and it's just like i wanted to get some pool time with him this year but then covid happened and i'm just like i'm not getting the ronies all over my squeaky boy that's just not going to happen. That's no moss. <laughs> okay. So what would you do? I feel like I completely monopolized that. What would you do if the world was perfect and we can just be kinky wherever? That so depends on what kinks. Oh, man. Um, somebody asked me a kind of similar question. Um, but one of the places, if we wanted to do like harder BDSM type things, there is, uh, I've been to both the two major castles where they filmed Harry Potter. Ooh. And I would really like to do some Harry Potter themed scenes at some of those castles that'd be super cool oh hot um if it was cgl abdl type things i would probably say most water parks theme parks zoos aquariums that kind of stuff would be really great actually no no i got it okay so give it to back me. back where uh i used to live in ottawa um way the heck up in like center-ish Ontario, way the heck over by Quebec. Um, right. And in Ottawa, they have a museum called the Museum of Science and Technology. That museum Ooh. is legit the coolest place. You can like walk through trains. You can go into this thing they have that's called the Crazy <sighs> Kitchen. And like it's all off kilter and everything is like on wonky ankles. angles. So like you walk yes. in, you're tripping all over yourself. There's like... Um, LED tunnels and stuff with slides and things that you can run around in. And uh, take front, me there. Take me there. 
there's a lighthouse out front that you can climb up to the top. There's um, there's a whole bunch of stuff. That would be probably either that or the Ontario Children's Museum, which is like next level little friendly. Like it's crazy good. Oh, they have oh, a, a system time. at that Children's Museum. You walk in. It's so to to get an idea. It's a museum in a museum. The Children's <laughs> Museum exists inside the Museum of History. And so you walk into this museum and you walk over to the box and you pick up a passport and you walk mm. your kids around this museum to every exhibit on a scavenger hunt to find the stamping post at every exhibit to stamp that passport. I love this. So like, I really love this. Would do that there hundred percent and then finish it off with like a really nice picnic down by the river. Mm, perfect. Yes. I know a lot of good places for this kind of stuff. <laughs> these are all things I want to do now. And I mean, this you can a... do most of these things kind of stealthy anyway. So like these is not even beyond the realm of reason. I was going to say, if me, Ruka and her daddy were able to go to uh, the shed aquarium in Chicago after Capcom, fully padded and having a wonderful little time looking at all the animals stealthily without anyone noticing or us not showing off at all. Anything is possible. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because, because Ruka and I sound like a couple of trash bags walking around. <laughs> <laughs> you can just take Sophie's, Sophie's advice and just keep Skittles in your pockets. Just packs the Skittles, you know, that's a really good idea. And I don't even like Skittles. So use M&M's. It basically just has to be some kind of crunchy, crinkly candy bag. Heh. <laughs> you said crinkly. Oh, wait, that's a point. I get the joke. Ha 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 Thank you. I'm Thank smart. You. <laughs> I'm, I'm very smart. Did you know I'm very smart? Let's do the next one. <laughs> uh, that would be number five on the list but it's the fourth question that we are answering so this is from princess sarah pronouns she her dear jazzy if kinks weren't frowned on and you could do what you wanted in public what would you rather do be a pet on a leash and let around or be dressed in super thick diapers and clothes that did nothing to hide them uh, depends on how I'm feeling that day. I think more often thick diapers and clothes that did not hide them. It, that's usually how I feel because pet space is a very, very, very new thing and a very rare thing for me. Mm -hmm. So that would definitely take some, some time to get into, but I absolutely love uh, my pet collar. I love being put on a leash. So that would be great. Uh, I'd be so into both of these. What about you? I mean, I can't say that I would enjoy being on the receiving end of either of those. Um, okay, that's fair. What about the giving end? On the giving end, I'd probably say thick diapers and clothes that did nothing to hide them first. Then maybe pet on a leash or, you know, why not both? Why just, not both? Put a little on a child leash. This is, you know, you can get a harness. I went to uh, a camping trip for littles years ago. Oh my gosh. Uh, 
must have been like 2010, 2012 maybe. And, oh, wow. Uh, we, my little at the time, had this little backpack. It was a lemur backpack. And the tail oh. was a leash. And it was super cute. So, like, oh. 100%, you can you can do cute, cute shit like that. You know, there's a big part of me that's wanted a child leash. I know for a fact Daddy either heard that as I said that or will hear it when he listens <laughs> to the show. And he's going to get some, like, evil ideas in his head. And it's going to... I can guarantee it's probably going to happen, but I would love that. Good. Yes. <laughs> What's the next question? So the next question is from Lizzie, pronouns they, them. Oh, this will be good. Dear Jazzy, what was your first slime diaper like, and how was it overall? Thanks, Lizzie. Uh, <laughs> I mean, at least you can clog the bathtub with this one. Let's just say that. Shut the hell <laughs> up. Oh, my God. I'm kicking you off my podcast forever. You are banned. Rude. We don't need to perpetuate that story any more than it's already that story been. is hilarious, and it's wonderful. Oh, my God. The fact that you're like oh seven God. shades of crimson so bright that i can see it from canada just oh my god <laughs> i am redder than like the volume bar <laughs> in my recorder right now how dare you you love me and you know it yeah <laughs> uh, so we're not addressing that story. We are addressing the story of my first slime diaper. Moving on. Uh, so my first slime diaper was actually... It's something that I've long fantasized about, but never acted upon until recently. Um, this month's uh, nudes that got sent out to the patrons are the actual like photographic and video evidence of my first slime diaper. And the video for this month is, like, all the slime getting, like, poured on me and poured in my padding. And then, like, the pictures are me just, like, sprawled out in the bathtub with, like, my boobies covered in slime. And uh, it was really goddamn hot. Let me tell you that. It was great. I loved it. Um, and, like, 11 out of 10 would do again. So that is how it was. <laughs> All right. Was your slime flavored? Let's... Yes, it was. It was strawberry flavored. Death berries. And that was... Oh, was so good. <sighs> oh, right. Death berries. I forgot. <laughs> you can keep those. I mean, you can have all to yourself. I'd rather stay I was going to say, they're... I'm pretty sure it was like fake strawberry because it tasted very... Uh... Pepto-Bismol-y. But... <laughs> It was keeping score. So it tasted like chalk? It tasted like tasty chalk, but then again, I am a toddler. <laughs> so. True. I mean, we can't, you know, trust you not to put random things in your mouth. Oh my god. Yeah. I think um, <laughs> a, a listener recently wrote to me. It was just like, my favorite part of the podcast is when Z said, Baby first put the grossest shit in their mouths, and that should be a t-shirt. <laughs> so I was thinking, the Dear Jazzy podcast needs t-shirts. 
Oh my god. So yes. Amazing. That that is how my first slime diaper was. And I can't believe we're all ready to the last question, but it is quite the doozy. So we should really take our time with this one. Because I have yeah. some hot feelings on this. This is take a, it away. This is a hefty one. This is, all right. It's a hefty one. This is from Anonymous and Anxious. Dear Jazzy. And this came in Oh, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. This no, came ahead. into this came into the email, which I've done a very poor job at hyping up on the show. Uh you can send in your questions on our Discord, which you can DM me to join, or you can send them in to dearjazzypodcast at gmail.com if you want it to be anonymous or if you just want to go by that route or don't have Discord, you can do that. So sorry for interrupting. By all means. Dear Jazzy, I'm an aspiring content creator for the ABDL Little community. I sometimes have people who are familiar with my content message me online and act very familiar with me even though I don't know them. They start trying to RP with me and call me baby or things like that. They're pulling me into their lap or otherwise acting like they're my caregiver. Other times, people start baby-talking to me like I'm their caregiver or ask me questions that make me uncomfortable. I tell people not to and that I'm uncomfortable with those things and I want to be talked to as though I'm a person, not a role they want me to play. They apologize but often keep repeating the behavior, saying things like they forgot or they didn't mean to or they were in a headspace which had not been negotiated or talked about headspace in any fashion. If I weren't a content creator, I'd just block them and move on with my life. But I need money, and it's possible for even one person to start a rumor or bad faith campaign that could hurt my reputation or financial situation. What do I do? Well, I know who sent this in. And the first thing I want to say is you're not an aspiring content creator. You're a successful content creator, and I love your work. So let's get that situated right, first and foremost. Um, But this that you're describing is an issue of consent. And this person is breaking consent. Uh, As a content creator, um, myself, I get so many creepy DMs on uh, primarily my Instagram because that's where I post a lot of like, well, I definitely post riskier things and strip nudes on Twitter, but on Instagram, that's where a lot of like, how do I describe it? That's where a lot of very thirsty people lurk. And, um, I'm not complaining because a lot of them listen to my show and I love you, but stop sending me creepy shit. Uh, Because at the end of the day, being part of the BDSM community, we have community protocol and community guidelines and bylaws. And all those are based in um, consent and understanding and communication. And if someone is trying to enter the BDSM community and not play by our rules and not follow our protocol, then they don't have any place in the community. 
Like, if someone is calling you by a title or requesting you call them a title that's not already established, that's not okay. And you are within your full right to ghost, mute, or block them. Because, you know, that is, they're hitting you up uh, non-consensually and making you feel uncomfortable. And, you know, you are a content creator. But first, before anything, you're a human being and you have rights to your privacy and to your consent and everything. And if someone is really going to like be a shithead and try to be like, Oh, this person blocked me. It's really easy to come back and say, here's a screenshot. This person was being a piece of shit. And it's just like, as a content creator, there will be a lot more people who will look at the situation and be inside with you to, and because it's largely how it works. I mean, there are some shady content creators out there and yes, we should be skeptical of people and we should question people, myself included, but also like if you have a reputation, that reputation will precede you. So if you're known as like a cool person and you, and someone tries to call you out, people won't believe the call out post. And it's just like, and if people do believe it, then maybe they weren't fans to begin with. It's, um, I think, I think a quote I want to throw into the show here is once a manipulative person no longer has control over you, they'll try to control what other people think about you. And that's said a lot about abusive relationships and everything, but really it can be said about the fan creator relationship dynamic, um, which is absolutely a thing that's really difficult to navigate um thankfully i've been creating content through different streams for years and years and years and years and years now and and i know you have also been doing that so we both have experience doing that it never gets any less nerve-wracking but i guess like i'm kind of to a point where it's just like i've had so many creepy dms it doesn't phase me anymore to just like block mbd and the other part of it is, like, as a content creator, you have to look after your fan base. And sometimes you have to say, like, this person is toxic, and I don't want them interacting with my fan base. And I don't want them potentially doing the same exact thing to the people who follow me. And that's something, you know, that's a hard decision I ha I've had to make because I want to keep um, my Discord server not squeaky clean. Like it's, we're dirty as fuck in there, but like non as non creepy as humanly possible, which shout out to everyone in discord. Y'all are amazing, but that's because, you know, it's very carefully curated and very heavily moderated. And it's basically the rule of like, don't be a shithead. And if someone's being a shithead to you, then you don't owe anything to them. So that's what I would say from the content creator standpoint, Mimi, I know that you have, Equal, if not more. Kind of <laughs> yes. So I'm going to give you get. I'm going to give you the talking stick, and I'm going to shut up. I'm going to let you do your thing. Bottom line here is whether in any in any situation in the BDSM kink ABDL little community, any of the kink sphere, consent is a priority. 
and your boundaries as you set them and as you need them are valid and 100% okay. Because you're setting boundaries that help you look after you first. Because you can't give from a cup that's already empty. So right. you look after yourself with those boundaries and then you can continue to make content to engage with people. If people are straight up just not respecting those boundaries, people don't want to listen, people repeatedly do the same thing, that tells you three things. They're absolutely not listening to what you have to say. They don't care what you have to say. And if they haven't listened yet, they won't listen. Right. It's just safe to say that if they're continually doing the same thing and it's the same person over and over and over again, that it's very unlikely that anything you say to them is going to change that behavior. Because if they keep doing it in their mind, they either don't care or they don't feel like they're really doing anything wrong, which is manipulative as hell. Mm -hmm. So my take on that like don't be afraid to hit the block button don't be afraid to toss them out and if you do and when i do stuff like that it brings me peace of mind to keep evidence because absolutely it's so easy um to get lost in it and then like if you know if somebody does come back and be like oh no you know this this content creator this person blocked me you know for just trying to talk to them you know, if you took screenshots or evidence of what happened, you can you can just straight up be like, you're right. You did try to talk to me. Here's exactly what you said. Boom. Screenshot. You're an asshole. I blocked you for a reason. And I don't want you engaging with my viewer base and my fan base because this is how you treat me. And you got to, you know, not be afraid. And it's a, it's a hard thing because, like, if you're like me, I've got, you know, I try to have as much patience as I can for people. And I understand people come from different experiences, different um, backgrounds. They learn things differently. They might not know things. I try to give people chances. I try to educate first. I try to be patient with people. But I also have to remind myself, there's a line. And you got to be able to put your foot down. Like, I've blocked people for less. On my, like on my FetLife page, I have it in big red letters right at the top of my page. If you call me mommy, you're gone. <laughs> and you'd be yeah, you have it in like italics and bold and like all caps. It's like seven times bigger than anything else on my FetLife page, <laughs> and it's it's true. The amount of people who still message me with that kind of crap is, I mean, I don't. It's, it's kind of at the point where I've like, I've made it very known. I've made it very public that this is the kind of crap I don't put up with. And if you do this to me, you get blocked. So, you know, it's the same, it's, it's boundary that I said, if I tell you not to do something and you do it anyway, don't be surprised when I block you. So like, you know, um, People, I like the last one I got was somebody who started off well, right? Like you look at the thumbnail and it says, "Hey, you know, uh, I'm looking. For, I'm pretty new to the community. I'm looking for friends." I'm, and then 
as you open it, you say, oh, and I'm very interested in this whole, you know, mommy thing. I think that I'd like to explore that. Okay, no. And you're like, like fuck, I already sent the red receipt. It's like, if you cross the boundary, it, it's it's a level of communication. If you've communicated, like, it's great. Honestly, I, I can't I can't stand by it enough. Having patience empathy and understanding for people and trying to educate them and trying to be reasonable not reasonable that's not a good way to put it but trying to be you know not harsh right off the bat if you know what i mean like, yeah it makes you uncomfortable okay you've communicated that it makes you uncomfortable and you've asked them not to do it again you've set your boundary if they keep going no you're gone done you don't need to deal with that kind of extra stress an extra crap just to have them break the boundary again. And it's up to you to decide how far you want to let that go as far as your boundary is being pushed. Like I've, I have personally let some people go nowhere near them. Like you break it the first time you're gone. I've let other people push way farther than I ever should have let them because I've been patient and I've tried to be empathetic. But at the end of the day, the one thing I've learned is if somebody doesn't respect your boundaries, you just got to do what you got to do to make sure that those boundaries are respected. And if that means tossing them out, it's it's hard, but sometimes that's what you got to do. And I'm not, you know, I don't want to tell you to toss out all of your 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 fan base because I, I, I get it. You know, you're being a content creator. You do need to, you know, earn your living and earn your money through your content. So I, I get needing to be slightly more patient with people. But just don't be afraid to assert yourself. Don't be afraid to assert those boundaries. And if you have to do so publicly, like, for example, if you... Um, have a Patreon or if you run a Discord server or something like that, make it known. Like, make an announcement or make a post and say, I don't tolerate this. This makes me uncomfortable. Don't do it. Then it's public knowledge. Anybody who's involved, if they do it, it's not like you didn't warn them. Right? Right. That's... uh most of what I have to say without going into some pretty nitty gritty. You know, as you were saying that I literally just got an Instagram DM. Have you ever messed your diaper? Yes. Yes, I have. Thank you for the dear jazzy podcast question. You just made it into the show, but it's like, it's like, it's shit like that. Where it's just like, and I noticed this a lot where it's just like on my Instagram, I have in my bio, like taken by a daddy gray. It's very clear that I am in a closed collared relationship and I'm not looking for a daddy that isn't my daddy. And there are so many people that are just like, Hey baby girl, I'll take care of you financially. How's $500 a week sound? It's just like, that sounds disgusting. Actually. I don't want that. There was one person that offered me $200 per messy diaper I mailed to them. And my response to them was, that's illegal because that's a biohazard. I can't do that. Ugh. So it's just like, also ick. 
But what's more ick is a felony. So <laughs> I'm not doing that. Yeah, whatever you do, don't commit a felony to assert your boundaries. Like, just don't do that. <laughs> I'm not I'm not yucking your gums, but that's a felony. Just saying. Oh my god, that's a t-shirt right there. It's not a fetish. It's a felony. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Oh. But no, it, it's it's just so it's really obnoxious. <clears throat> Especially being someone who, like me, who is like, quote, quote, model adjacent. Because technically, I am making money off of images and videos of my body in a way. So I guess in a, in a roundabout way, I'd call myself like a model or something like that. And people who create King content, like I know uh, this uh, question submitter does, you get a lot of really creepy shit because of the stuff that you create and the niche that you fill and the community that you're a part of is you get a lot of really creepy bullshit as a content creator, especially in kink communities. And, you know, my heart really goes out to the person that sent, uh, sent in this email. Like, um, I hope that our answer helps and you can figure out a solution that works best for you and everything. And I hope that it resolves well, because um, it's really difficult. And uh, I think I think that's the best advice that we can give is like everything we said and also that we hear you and uh, we can empathize with what you're going through because it's really difficult. So, yeah. Anything else uh, that you wanted to tack on there? Um, I think I'm good. I think I don't I don't know that I have anything anything more that's meaningful to add to that. Yeah, uh, I don't think me either. I think we very like succinctly did that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So moving on before we started recording, you said that it's been a minute since you submitted any Dear Jazzy questions before we wrap up the show. Did you have any? you wanted to throw out there god it has been a minute huh yeah oh i was um the last question i had on my mind but i think it was already but you know whatever what whatever. are like what kind of things do you do or do you find work for you when you need some like really solid self-care because self-care, really? especially right now with the way things are, self-care is so beyond important. And it I is, thought, yeah. you know, especially expressing to your viewership or your listenership, um, good ways to do self-care that would that help. Because we're all in this quarantine together, so. Right. We, we are absolutely alone together through this. <laughs> and... I, I find for me, uh, great self-care for me if I just want to just, like, like sit back, relax, and just, like, let my mind turn off for a little bit. Other than little space, I really enjoy just a nice, luxurious bath with some candles and maybe, like, a glass of Chardonnay or Moscato or something. And just, like, turn off the lights, just let the bathroom be lit by the candles, and just have, like, a nice, relaxing, like, calm evening just like that and i just kind of like soak in the bubbles for a bit 
And then another one is my daddy gives really, really good massages. And then I return the favor to him and that's great. Um, I think self-care can also look like, you know, like a lot of people play games with their friends. But for me, self-care sometimes is just like, just kind of like existing quietly, just kind of like being on my own, just kind of curling up the couch with my laptop or my phone, just watching something, just kind of minding my own business and just kind of bundling up quietly and just kind of closing my social media for a bit and... You know, as people who know me, I tend to poof a lot in the middle of conversations on uh, different like servers or anything like that. And I feel really bad about it. But sometimes I just need to like disappear. Don't I know it? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, I think other really good self-care is getting outside and getting some fresh air, like taking a walk around the block or like sitting on your porch or patio or balcony etc absolutely you know that's that's the good shit yeah self-care is like paramount importance it's so good it really really is i have such a scripted self-care routine it's 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 kind of silly but like it's just the same thing every time and it just always works so like I i haven't had any need to change it so but I get some really, really good... There's a band that I listen to uh, called uh, Thousand Foot Crutch. I think I've shown you a few of their mm. pieces. I, I just recorded have, a bunch yeah. of pieces not long ago. Um, I throw that music on. I have a really hot shower. Like, hot shower to the point where if you go, like, as hot as you can stand comfortably. And then um, I kind of just um just dry off and sprawl out on the bed so like you get all that nice cool air on your body and you just kind of mm-hmm. like lay there for a little bit go down and I'll cook something cooking is really cathartic for me so I mm-hmm. like to cook something usually kind of complicated and fancy <laughs> <laughs> last time I did um I did a bacon and eggs florentine which was Ooh. so good Oh, 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 I cook too much, too many foods. So good. Um, that sounds like a very good problem. It's a good problem, except for my wallet. You know, <laughs> fair, fair. I can food, respect that. Food is expensive, but you know, um, yeah, I, I will cook anything and everything I can get my hands on and just have a nice, a nice meal and a really big glass of ice cold water and i'm good yes just like, i love me some like quality ass water yeah good water is like i'm not really even a big fan of like bottled water or i'm one of those weird people who just really likes tap water and i've had some pretty mm-hmm. bad tap water so it's my standards are pretty low but like <laughs> I've had some really good really, tap water and that's that stuff is like whew, so good. It it really depends on like where your tap water is because you know, I lived in Rocky River, Ohio for a minute. Amazing tap water. Mm. Uh I lived in Westlake, Ohio for a bit. Awful tap water. 
when I visited Detroit, Michigan, amazing tap water. When I visited Chicago, Illinois, awful tap water. So it's really like dependent on the zip code it's and really like key. municipality you're in. Right. I think the yeah. best tap water I have. So like I'm a bit of a hot take. I hate, I, I don't hate it. I dislike bottled water generally. There's mm-hmm. one brand of bottled water that I just, it's just so good. Um, and it's made by a brand called Culligan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Culligan water, fantastic water. And what what I found out is you can just straight up buy the Culligan attachment for your like kitchen sink. Yo. So like and you, you can, can make your own Culligans. Because Culligan, all it is is it's just filtered water. It's not spring water is not distilled water is not reverse ozone none of this nonsense it's just filtered water and that's all it is you just hook this thing up and it's got a switch and if it's off your tap just runs through and if it's on it closes it and it diverts it through the filter and you get culligan from the tap the only water i've ever had that was better than that was well water filtered through one of the water machines on a fridge Ooh. It was like you could drink gallons of that stuff and still want more. I'm fairly certain they were smuggling crack in it or something. I don't even know. It was <laughs> just that good. Personally, I'm all about, and this is ranked order going from bottom to top. I'm all about Aquafina, Smart Water, and then Starbucks Water. And because all of those, I forget what they do to it, but whatever they do to their water is so good. I'm pretty sure it's something like ionized or something. It's like down to the molecular level. Like it's, it's fucking water, but it's something they do to it. that it, I, I just can't get enough. Like daddy came home with a smart water the other day and I was just like ecstatic. I was just like, oh my God. We're going to have yes. to agree to disagree on Aquafina because I've got a hot take on Aquafina because it's funny. And ever since then, yeah. I just can't, I can't do it. I watched a comedian a ways back that said Aquafina, Dasani, Coke, Pepsi, Aquafina, Dasani. That's the water that's not even good enough to put in Coke and Pepsi. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. I can't. And like bottled water just makes me laugh so much because like I have, I have a friend there's a brand I think you get in the States that I don't think we have it in Canada called core water. And like the bottle is just like giant and square. And like, that's new to me. I don't even know, but I have a friend of mine and it's this running joke with a friend of mine and and the small group of us. And she calls it vagina water. And the story, the story my two friends were at the store and they were laughing at this, you know, enormous bottle of water. And one of them just comes out and says, Hey, you know, with the right lubrication, I could get that in my vagina. And they're just like, What the fuck? Oh. <laughs> permanently known in my friend circle as vagina water. Vagina water. And here we come full circle back to the kink podcast. We were talking about bottled water for a bit, and now we're back to kink. Oh my god. (laughs) Hashtag vagina water. 
Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. <laughs> you're never I gonna, can't. You're gonna see core water and you're never gonna look at it the same again. When my friends see the... that bottled water, they send me pictures and they're like, we found vagina water. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the next time I see... Next time I go to the store, the first time I see, because I've never seen it before, the first time I ever see it, I'm just going to lose my shit. It's going I'm, to be so good. I'm fairly certain I told Sophie that story because when we went, when I was making her the Alfredo, we went to the grocery store to pick up all the ingredients. And I'm fairly certain we just walked past this massive display of core water. Of core and water. I'm like, oh, yes. this is a vagina water. And she's like, what? What? <laughs> So explain oh, the whole story. No. That that visit to Michigan was such a crazy, crazy trip for so many reasons. The stoplights in Michigan don't make sense, and I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, Michigan U-turns can kindly stay in Michigan. What the hell is a red arrow and a blinking yellow arrow? What the hell is that? We don't need that shit. That's just unnecessary, unsafe driving. <laughs> you know, my family's from Michigan. From Michigan. There's a reason why they are from Michigan oh. and not in Michigan. Oh, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love Michigan. I love everything about the state except for, you know, the racists and the KKK. Th those can kindly stay nowhere. But the rest of state rules. I had to get I had to get Sophie to explain it to me while we were driving because I didn't know what it meant because I you know I'm a you know a reasonable person who has never seen this 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 space age or dark age something or other red shit. <laughs> dark age. Like what the hell? You know what we have in Canada? We have red, we have yellow, we and we call it amber, by the way, and green. And sometimes we have a green arrow for advanced green. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. No, no. That's all you need. Yellow shit, blinking red shit. No. Oh, and we have stop signs. You know, we have those two. <laughs> oh, yes. Stop signs are merely a suggestion in America. Oh my god, I'm so lucky that I didn't run into any of that crazy nonsense on my way to visit them. Like I I I'm I'm thinking back to it now and I'm like, I don't even remember exactly what every single one of them means. So like if I go to Michigan and get to a stoplight and like I have a blinking yellow light in front of me and I don't go, like am I gonna get in trouble? Am I gonna get pulled over? Cause I didn't know what this light means, because nobody in the world uses this except for Michigan. <laughs> like I mean, possibly. American uh, cops are scary. They're going to pull me over and they're going to be like, why didn't you go? You're holding up traffic. And I'm sitting there going, so uh, I'm from Canada, eh? And we, we don't have that in Canada. What's that mean, eh? So I've driven for kilometers and kilometers. <laughs> I've never seen one of these, eh? Oh, my God. Uh, take off your hoser. Go home, eh? Go home, yo. Go home, you hoser. <laughs> <laughs> Niff is going to hear this episode and then, like, yell in Newfinies. Uh, he's going to turn around and he's just going to say, what are you, stunned? <laughs> <laughs> ah, Jesus. Nard, Tunder, and Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... No, uh, you're now speaking in Canadian slang. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> so before we get too far into different Canadian stereotypes, oh Dear Jazzy is an at oddswithgod.com production. Visit, visit us online at at oddswithgod.com. Uh, please check out our Patreon and support the ongoing production of the show. You can email your questions in to dearjazzypodcast at gmail.com. This has been Dear Jazzy episode 19. I am Jasmine Starshine, and you are Miss Mimi. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Yeah, go home, hoser. Take off, eh? (laughs) (laughs) And we will see you next time. Thanks for listening.